0: In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg. Tuesday afternoon, Congressman Bill Heisinger and Benton Harbor Mayor Marcus Mohammed toured Harbor Towers. The low-income public housing high-rise in downtown Benton Harbor. The building has been in need of a variety of repairs for years as residents have complained about mold, flooding, and electrical issues. As the mayor and the congressman went on a walkthrough of the eight-story, 95-unit building, they found a broken elevator, locked stairwells, and an overall need for renovation. Mohammed said something must be done for the building's residents. It's estimated that that would cost about $60,000 per unit. Which would include new appliances, walls, uh, new showers, bath, stove, refrigerator. I mean, basic units that's necessary
1: for the quality of life. And what they have now, there needs to be great improvement.
0: Heisinga has asked the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development for a plan for Harbor Towers. He told us while HUD can help... Another problem has been damaged by residents. Like a lot of places in society, right, it just takes a couple of folks to really ruin a good situation. And the fact that they've had to lock stairwells, the fact that they've had to lock a community gathering spot because of vandalism, because of illicit and illegal actions happening in there, that's sad. Harbor Towers was originally senior housing. Heisinga wonders if after rehabilitation that arrangement could be explored again. Both Mayor Muhammad and Congressman Heisinger committed to following up with HUD on a plan forward. The owners of Silver Beach Pizza in St. Joseph are interested in purchasing the Train Depot property that the restaurant currently occupies from the city of St. Joseph. Silver Beach Pizza's Tony Bertig told the St. Joseph City Commissioners Monday that the business has leased the property from the city for 19 years and has been more of a success than its founders ever expected. He asked commissioners to explore the idea of a sale so the business can operate below the bluff well into the future.
1: We obviously don't have any concrete numbers, ideas or anything, just just an idea. And if the city feels that it's in your best interest and if we feel agreeable to the terms, it's something that's a possibility.
0: St. Joseph City Manager John Hodgson told us Silver Beach Pizza rents from the city with one more seven-year option on its lease. That would run from 2025 to 2032, meaning there are eight more years to go on the current agreement. However, a city sale of the property to the restaurant is feasible. It's a little bit of an unusual property in that the building was sold to the city in the 1980s as a piece of personal property. So kind of as a piece of equipment rather than owning the ground that it's on because it's located in a public right-of-way. It's located in a street, Vine Street. So it's certainly possible. There are some other ties to the building. You know, the Amtrak station that's there under the deed under which the city acquired the building. Amtrak's entitled to remain in the building and use the waiting room. Amtrak pays maintenance fees to the city for its use of the building. Also, Hodgson says the city pays a small lease to CSX Railroad for part of the property. The City Commission's Properties Committee will study the issue. To look at a possible sale to Silver Beach Pizza, no timetable for a decision is established. Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel is challenging a request from Indiana-Michigan Power to raise power rates that it charges customers. WSJM's Andrew Green.
1: Nessel last week filed testimony with the Michigan Public Service Commission challenging INM's request for a 9.9% increase in residential electric rates. She instead argued the utility provider should decrease rates by 1.6%. INM in September filed its latest Powering Our Future plan with the MPSC seeking $34 million through the increased rate. Nessel argues that INM is already, quote, charging ratepayers more than necessary, and quote, this rate case seeks to squeeze them even more to fund employee incentives that benefit neither service nor reliability. Her office notes the Michigan Court of Appeals last week blocked $1.3 million in costs that INM had proposed to pass on to ratepayers in a recent cost recovery plan in response to an argument that she submitted. A final decision on the 9.9% rate hike is due from the MPSC in June of this year, with hearings before the commission starting late next month. Andrew Green, WSJM News.
0: Benton Harbor residents are being asked for their thoughts on how Gene Clock Park could be improved. The Southwest Michigan Planning Commission's Marcy Hamilton tells us a grant opportunity has arisen for the attraction. There's an opportunity out right now that Benton Harbor can apply for up to a million dollars to improve a park. It's called the DNR Spark program they were awarded that funding in round one for hall park and so this time the city was planning to apply for gene clock park hamilton says the application period for this new round of spark grants opened up last month and people are invited to a workshop today at the Benton Harbor Library to offer their thoughts. So we've been collecting feedback for a couple months now through surveys and stuff. So this is kind of our last event, big event, to get feedback from the community. Hamilton says residents are being asked what they would like out of the park's playground, restroom facilities, and concessions area. Anyone can stop by the library from 3 to 5 this afternoon to ask questions as the Planning Commission and the city prepare the SPARK grant application. It is due by the end of the month, and the state could announce a decision in March. There's also an online survey response anyone can complete. We have a link at our website, WSJM.com. The Blossom Time Youth Parade this year will take a different route through St. Joseph. Speaking to St. Joseph City Commissioners on Monday, Assistant City Manager Emily Hackworth said the parade usually runs down Lake Boulevard, but a construction project will be taking place at the time this year, so organizers identified a different route.
1: City folks and Blossom Time folks put their heads together, and we came up with a proposal to hold the youth parade on State Street this year, similar to what is done every year for Rain Dog Parade similar to the Shoebox Float Parade uh, held back in 2014. And so what we landed on was starting the parade at Bear Park. We would use Pearl from Main to Lake Boulevard and State from Pearl to Market for staging.
0: From Bear Park, the parade will go north on State Street to Ship Street to Port. Commissioners agreed with the proposal, and Mayor Brooke Thomas said it should be a fun change. The Blossom Time Youth Parade will take place starting at noon on May 4th. Next Monday is the official start of the 2024 tax season as the Michigan Department of Treasury starts processing individual income tax returns. Treasury spokesperson Ron Likes tells us there are indeed people who file their taxes as soon as they can. Those are taxpayers who really want the refund. Taxpayers who are owed a refund typically don't hesitate and they file their taxes immediately. Typically, those who owe taxes who wait to the very last minute. Likes says there are a few new things to think about this year. For example, the earned income tax credit has gone up. So the earned income tax credit for 2023 tax year has gone from 6% to 30%. So those who qualify for a federal earned income tax credit will receive a 30% match Michigan earned income tax credit. The EITC is for low-income working families. Likes says it can make a big difference for those who are struggling. Also this year, the retirement tax has been rolled back to 2012 levels. This could greatly affect a senior's tax filing. Likes recommends seniors seek out a tax preparer to help figure it all out. Finally, he notes that you can now sign up to be an organ donor when filing your taxes. For more tax tips, go to michigan.gov slash income tax. A new report says Michigan's economic standing in the country has plummeted, and the state now ranks 39th in personal income. Twenty years ago, Michigan's per capita income was about $46,000 a year, in line with the national average, In 2022, however, it was 57,000, 13% below the U.S. average of 65,000. Michigan future president Lou Glazer. $27,000 lower than the country, not to mention $65,000 less than Massachusetts. We cannot become high prosperity again with our knowledge economy wages being so low. Glazer says the best use of policymakers' time and attention would be to develop a new agenda on how best to grow a knowledge-based economy in Michigan. He says if the approach doesn't change, the state will become one of the poorest in the nation. And if you're looking for outdoor fun and want to travel north, a big curling event will be held in Traverse City next month. The Traverse City Curling Club will host the National Mixed Doubles Curling Championship. Curling Club director Kate Sturkin was asked to describe what is curling. What it is is sliding 44-pound stones down a long sheet of ice where at the other side there's a target area and so the goal is to get the stones into the, the kind of the bullseye target on the other side. Sterkin says 16 mixed doubles teams will compete with the winner moving on to the World Mixed Doubles Curling Championship. And a reminder, Governor Gretchen Whitmer is set to give her sixth State of the State address tonight. Some key points expected to be addressed include a caregiver tax credit, building and rehabilitating homes, and tuition-free community college. Each proposed plan will come with a cost. For example, the proposed Caring for My Family tax credit would give thousands of families up to $5,000 off their taxes. And to address the high cost of housing, Whitmer will propose spending nearly $1.4 billion dollars to build or rehabilitate nearly 10,000 homes. The speech will be in front of a joint session of the State House and Senate at 7 o'clock this evening. We will carry it live on WSJM.com. Also, the Republican response. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg.